The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by GameTime. Snag the tickets without the stress. Use promo code SGPN on your first purchase to save $20. Download the GameTime app and use the promo code SGPN. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has just added Pick'em Scorchers, where you can win 100 times your entry. That's right. Turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use the promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. The IDP Pro Players Pod is a proud member of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, home of the hottest, smartest, and fastest-growing sports gambling and fantasy football providers in professional sports entertainment to date. And now, without any further delay, here's your veteran, infamous No Dirty O in season and senior IDP pros, Johnny the Greek and Gary, the IDP tipster, coming off the edge as always with their deepest standard league NFL defensive takes. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined this week, just like every week, with the senior IDP analyst for the SGPN Network, the man, the myth, the legend, the IDP tipster, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, how are you, sir? I'm licking my wounds, man. Licking my wounds. It wasn't a great weekend for prop bets for me, but that's all right. So we'll see how that rolls next week. Yeah, I hear you, man. It's uh, it's always something. It, it, it this is definitely pain we put ourselves through, but there, there's plenty of good stuff too. This is the week five review. We're gonna go game by game. There are obviously some major injuries. We'll cover them as we get to them. We're gonna start with last Thursday night Bears and Commanders. Starting with the Bears, uh, Brisker at safety, 91% of snaps. That's normal. Elijah Hicks was in for Skidmarks Jackson for 100% of snaps. That's normal. We've talked about that. At linebacker, we're looking good. TJ Edwards, 100% of snaps. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, 94%. At the defensive line, Yannick Ngakwe, 83% of snaps. That looks good. Jack Sanborn down to 26%. Any thoughts on the Bears from last week? Well, I'd like to thank Demarcus Walker for the only win of last week. I threw a little dart at him because it was speaking to me that they were playing Washington, and it was such a strong, strong edge and actually inside defensive tackle kind of uh, matchup. So I went ahead and threw on some long odds, and it was the only win for the weekend. What I found weird looking at that game between the two, back and forth, isn't it wild that Washington can't protect what they're best at under the defensive side of the ball. And that's rushing and getting after the fucking uh, quarterback. Right. But they can't protect their own. <laughs> that's true. That is absolutely true. That guy gets sacked a lot back there. It, yep. Nice hit right there. That's good stuff. Yeah. We're looking about normal here for the bears. Uh, looking at the commander's side of things. Cody Farton-Barton, 100% of snaps at linebacker. That's normal. Jamin Davis, 80%. That's normal. At safety, Cameron Curl, 100%. That's normal. Derek Forrest, 95%. That's normal. And as you just mentioned, their fabulous defensive line, Deron Payne, 91%. That's looking good. Jonathan Allen, 89%. That's looking good. Mr. Young there, 89% again. He's still healthy and looking good. And then Mr. Sweat, 75%. I I think we're looking good across the board here. Any thoughts on the commanders? I mean, who's got the better line? Is it arguably them as in cross-the-board talent? I mean, at this point, as long as Chase Young can keep his ass on the field, we're good to go. I'll tell you, I had to, I'm running back to get my shares of Derek Forrest, the free safety. I mean, for a deeper league, he's even gotten to the point where I believe this last, he's, he, he's hanging there with Curl in production. I don't think it's going to be as steady as Curl's, but definitely something to take a look at again if you're looking for a bye week play because I'm pretty sure I got him on my app. 
don't quote me, just catch the start sit chart, if nothing else. But either way, I, I like where Forrest is heading now. Definitely a good option, especially shallower leagues by week guy. Uh, yep, absolutely. Let's head over to the London game Sunday morning. Jags and Bills will start with the Jags. Rayshon and Andre Sisco at safety, 100% of snaps each. Looking good there. At linebacker, Foye Luakon, 100% of snaps. Chad Muma, 83% in for Devin Lloyd, who should be back this week, the week after. They, they said it was about a two-week thing, uh, if I believe. Right, Gary? Him and Dean are both supposed to be back or eligible to come back uh, for week six. Gotcha. So some good news there. That's good. Uh, so, yeah, anyone that picked up Muma, buyer beware. He could be back on the bench real soon here. Have you looked at Chad Muma's PFF grade? It's like in the 30s, dude. It's like 36 or some shit. That's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it's like opposite of what it was last year. He was doing a lot better than Lloyd there in grading there towards the end of the season, getting a lot more play. So that was really looking like we had something going on this offseason as competition. But lo and behold, you go look at uh, Lloyd's. Yeah, he is better by like 20. It's like uh, uh, 58 or something. So it's still under par, but. We'll see. Production by default. Yeah, it was nice for a week or two while we had it for Mr. Maruma there. So, yeah, thanks for uh, on the defensive line. Uh, Trayvon Walker, 88% of snaps. Josh Allen, another big game, 85% of snaps. I, I think we're looking pretty good on the Jags, except for Lloyd coming back shortly. All right, Bills, we got major news. We'll start with the safeties, though. Uh, Poyer, back healthy, 100% of snaps. Hyde, also healthy, 100% of snaps. Taylor Rapp, back to the bench. At linebacker, Bernard, 100% of snaps, looking terrific. Matt Milano, though, done for the season. Broken leg out indefinitely. Dodson came in for 62% of snaps. Dorian Williams came in for 36%. Any take on which one should be the waiver wire move, Gary? Uh, it's all the way Dotson for me. Uh, just for the fact he was the first one to go in and he ended up with 65% of the snaps. I know Williams is supposed to be the direct backup for Milano, so it's kind of suspicious. And everything I had read reportedly, this is all take it with a grain of salt, next day shit. So, you know, see, keep up on everything. But they're all pointing to Dotson from what I've seen. So I'm rolling with Dotson. Sure wouldn't hurt to end up getting a hold of Doreen Williams, I think is his name, the rookie. Sure wouldn't hurt to put a bid in on both of those dudes. So, you know, I mean, it's kind of whoever gets this gig next to Bernard, oh, it's money. So that's what you're shooting for. As long as they don't screw it up and make it some kind of rotation or severe rotation, it's money. Got to go for it. It's got to be the hottest pickup this week. Absolutely. Uh, this is the Nate Landman of going into week six easily. Uh, so you want Tyrell Dodson, 100%. That's your best waiver wire linebacker this week. And then, like Gary said, if you can't get him, Dorian Williams is a good backup option just in case if it is some kind of split. Yeah, it's a good call. On defensive line, at Oliver, 81% of snaps. Von Miller first came back this season. They eased him in with 23% of snaps, but he'll get back up there shortly. Greg Russo wasn't active. With that being said, Epinesa saw 68% of snaps. Leonard Floyd, 52 Anything else on the bills here that struck your fancy? I dove straight in. I'm avoiding Floyd. Uh, Von Miller just got back into the mix, and then you turn around and had uh, Greg Russo. Now, I guess if Ruscio is out again, Floyd could go over there and put his hand in the dirt just as easy, but they're not going to do that with Vaughn Miller. I doubt that very much. He's he's almost a little bit getting brittle there. But I like, check this out. I've been practicing. A.J. Ebenezer. Is that it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, you said it a while ago, and I was like, damn it, he had to say it. So it's not like fresh out here. But either way, I got it done. And I kind of like him as a nice deal waiver wire pickup this week against the giants, which just feed to the edge. So, Mm -hmm. but in the stability of things between Floyd Ruzio and the whole little group there, he's the one that's sticking out is consistently getting his snaps and, and producing lately. Yep. So a couple waiver wire moves there for the bills. Otherwise about normal across the board. The IDP pros podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by game time. 
Ever been stressed out trying to buy tickets, trying to find them at the last minute, hunting down the best price, competing with other buyers for a popular event? Well, Game Time's got you covered. Buying tickets to your favorite event should never be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Snag the tickets without the stress using Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the promo code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code SGPN for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and soccer bet using historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 other users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Let's move on to Texans and Falcons. We'll start with the Texans side of things. So Jalen Petrie back up to 100% of snaps this week and looking real good, looking like the old Petrie, so that's good to see. Jimmy Ward, 100% of snaps at safety as well. That looks good. Christian Harris was inactive due to injury this week. With that being said, 202020, 97% of snaps. Blake Cashman, 96%. Denzel Perryman was back, but he's fresh off an injury, so they eased him back in at 45%. At defensive line, Will Anderson, 68%. Jonathan Greenard, 74%. Any thoughts on the Texans, in particular, this linebacker situation? Well, as long as Harris has got the concussion and not going to play, then it's pretty simple. I think that we have to figure that they just probably were going to use Harris to begin with. Cashman was the third or fourth man up, but whatever count we're on now. And, uh, you know, so I would suspect that Perryman should see the uh, bulk of the snaps next week. I mean, I think we threw up some warnings this past week about, you know, just kind of stay away from it. Or if I was going for it, I'm going for Tua Tua. I still believe in Tua Tua. So even when Harris comes back, I don't think Harris is going to replace Tua Tua. I don't think he's, I, I think it's that far gone. But, you know, that's that's me. Everybody picks a pony, and that's the one that uh, I'm picking for this one. Hey, ho, Silver, away! Oh, yeah. No, I'm with you. I, I think it's uh, 2020 and Perryman as your normal guys. And, and Perryman's just coming off a decent injury. So that's why he was down a little bit this week. I'd, I'd bet the farm on that. <laughs> Over on the Falcons side of things, we're looking completely normal. Uh, Richie Grant, Jesse Bates, 100% of snaps at safety. At linebacker, Caden Ellis, 100%. Nate Landman, up to 100%. Looking like the best waiver wire linebacker so far this season to this point. At defensive line, Grady Jarrett, 79%. David Onyemata, 76%. Bud Dupree, 72 Clays Campbell, 53 I can't believe the stability, but I got, I guess that has to do with a lot of the veteran changes that they made, bringing in Bates, bringing in Ellis. It's been with the saints forever. And then you have, you know, Campbell, the addition of Campbell and Onyemati have been in for a while. You already got Grady Jarrett up there in the front. Take it for what it's worth. It's stable. Seriously. We will take stability right now. Everything else is a goddamn shit show. Yeah. And just more and more each week. You, even if you get one or two of them cleared up, there's five more waiting on you. This is true. So Falcons are looking good, and hopefully you got yourself some Nate Landman because that looks solid right now. 
All right, let's move on to Panthers and Lions. We'll start with the Panthers side of things. Absolute goddamn dumpster fire here. Uh, we'll start at... Not- yeah, new shit. Totally opposite, right? <laughs> Who we thought would be stable or could be stable. Oh, my God. Terrible. It, it's a mess. So I'll just go down the line here. So Luvu is okay. Luvu, 100% of snaps. Von Bell, 100% of snaps. Sam Franklin, in for inactive Xavier Woods, 97% of snaps. Kamu Grugier-Hill, 37% of snaps, useless. Jeremy Chin, 30% of snaps, useless. Gross Matos, your guy, 60%, looking good. Brian Burns, 77%, looking okay. Derek Brown, 87%, looking okay. Thoughts on this? Chris Mattis didn't pass a test. He's got the snaps, you know, and I gave him a little kudos last week and thought he might be a good option after a couple of games, but nope, he went late an egg. So there's that inconsistency for you. Sam Franklin? Man, I'll tell you what, he's becoming an emergency play. If I find out Xavier Woods is out and he's on any waiver wire anywhere, I'm grabbing that dude and playing him this week. Well, I can't say that for sure. I got to look at the start sits, get that shit done. But uh, I'm going to examine that. But he's, I mean, he's almost like an instant, what, five tackles, maybe a pass defended. You know, he's a really good option at the moment. And unfortunately, they're just probably going to turn around and, you know, Xavier Woods is going to be back eventually and mess that up. Definitely an option. Right. As long as Woods is out, Sam Franklin's a good option. Absolutely. Heading over to the Lions side of things, Brian Branch injured inactive this week. With that being said, Kirby Joseph was back at 100% of snaps from his injury. Tracy Walker remains 100% of snaps at safety as, a, I guess, a replacement. But he's he's in for good probably now without Gardner Johnson there. I have to agree. I think when Branch comes back, he's probably just going to to return to a 60 to 70 percent type hey they might shock us and actually put all three of these dudes out here at the all at the same time that would be wild but i'm glad to see kirby joseph was able to walk right back in and get his 100 percent people got to remember this is a playmaker from last year he's had a rough start so keep your eye on him good option from last year absolutely quick cornerback note so emmanuel mosley came back from his acl injury last year and immediately blew his other acl on his other leg and is right back out for another year just absolutely insane shit it just completely bonkers i'll throw another little kudos man to our dude mcneil big man up front he ended up with uh three combined tackles and a forced fumble man he just keeps producing Oh, yeah. Yep, that's good numbers for a deeper DT play. All right, moving back over to linebacker, uh, about the same as we've seen the last few weeks here. Anzalone, 97% of snaps. Derek Barnes, 63%. Jack Campbell, 45%. So no real movement there. Will Harris played 96% of snaps at, uh, I believe it was like slack corner or nickel corner for Branch being inactive this week. So just something to keep in mind. On the defensive line, Aiden Hutchinson, 86% of snaps. Charles Harris, 52 Romeo Okwara, back from the dead, 55%. Let's move on to Colts and Titans. Uh, let's start with the Titans side of things. At safety, we're looking good. Uh, Monty Hooker, Kevin Biard, 100% of snaps each. That's normal. At linebacker, looking about the same. Aziz Elshayer, 100%. Jack Gibbons, 79%. At defensive line, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, 94%. Harold Landry, 68%. So, normal across the board for the titans oh, i might have mentioned it last week about sam you say say i didn't practice that one epican epican samson epican i think it's his name defensive end uh i i think that he's becoming a fairly decent uh like a long dart throw dl2 dl3 type guy that you can depend on when the matchup is right. And kudos to Julian Blackman. I mean, the guy's became something. <laughs> he's he's turned a free safety position that hasn't really been shit in Indianapolis, and the guy's shown consistency for quite a few weeks now. So uh, definitely in standard leagues or something like that, he might be a lesser-known name. You might want to go look at him. Yep. 
Yep. So, yep. Speaking of the Colts, we're we're looking about normal here as well. Zaire Franklin, hundred percent of snaps. Uh, Shaq Leonard inactive this week. EJ Speed got the bump up to ninety eight percent. We've been banging that drum for a while now, so hopefully we're out in front of it. At defensive line, Buckner back up to eighty percent of snaps after a good week of practice, so we're looking good there. Grover Stewart, sixty seven percent. Quiddy Pay was inactive, but should be okay. It was a concussion for next week. Uh, Gary's guy, Samson Ebucam, 68%. Very solid all season. That's a good call. And Ode Odenyigbo got the bump for Pay. That's not anyone you need to worry about. Uh, anything else that caught your eye in this matchup? So when you asked me a while ago what my thoughts were, so you was asking me about them, and I went wandering off in some progressive moment and started talking about other <laughs> well, shit, well, right? Yeah, I asked you about the Titans. You went off to All the right. Colts. <laughs> yeah. All right. Any? Uh, yeah. No, you covered Colts. Titans look good. All right. Did I? We're yeah. You did. You did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We good on that one. Yeah, man. We better roll on. Jeez, I hear you. It's not even fucking halfway point of the season. Our brains are already melting. The IDP Pros Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. Underdog has just introduced Scorchers. Go 5 for 5 and pick them Scorchers and enjoy a spicy 100 times payout. And for a limited time, Underdog is extending the first deposit bonus up to $500. Underdog also features $100,000 Sundays. 10 lucky players will win 10K each, each and every Sunday. My favorite underdog pick'em line this week is Dak Prescott over his interception line. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $500. That's Underdog Fantasy promo code SGPN. What's that? Your computer has another virus? Well, my friend, you need help to stop your obsession with the dirty O. All of this searching for air yards and yards after catch and blah, blah, blah. Stop your dirty O obsession by searching for the IDP Pro Players Podcast instead and focus on the other side of the balls. I I mean ball. The crew on the IDP Pro Players Podcast care about you and your technology by holding true to their no dirty O mantra. Every week, Gary and John bring you the IDP content you need to save your rosters and dominate your league while avoiding the dirty O. So save your technology by tuning into the IDP Pro Players Podcast with your longtime and totally unoffensive veteran hosts, Johnny the Greek and Gary the IDP Tipster. Follow them on Twitter at capital I, capital D, capital P, R O. One word at the IDP Pro Players Pod. Giants and Dolphins. Uh, we'll start with the Giants at safety, completely normal. Jason Pinnock, 100%. Xavier McKinney, 100%. At linebacker, no McFadden this week. So we got an Isaiah Simmons bump up to 100% of snaps. I think we should take this with a grain of salt. This was also an absolute massacre, but uh, we'll definitely talk about it. Okariki, 100% of snaps. Thibodeau, 93% of snaps. Leonard Williams, Dexter Lawrence, 65%. Gary, are you buying into the Isaiah Simmons bump here, or was that, you know, McFadden being inactive, you think? Uh, all I know is PFF does not like McFadden very much at all. So it's possible. It's a hard call because I didn't even think McFadden had a damn role worth having this year with Okariki in there to begin with. So I have no shares of him kind of considered as an outlier to begin with, but I had to check in on that. And I, I say as Simmons did grade out better. I'm worried a little bit too. Has this been a situation where remember how long it took I say as Simmons to catch on when he was a rookie mm-hmm. <laughs> with Arizona. He was a little slow there getting football IQ and up to par, I guess you could say. So, I mean, maybe it's possible that he's now learned this system and, you know, this kind of defense or has a better idea. I'm not wanting anybody to go rushing out and pick up Isaiah Simmons on my account, though, because it's just really tough to tell at this moment. Right. And the, the smart move here is wait until they're both healthy, see what the snaps look like there, and then we'll we'll go from there. All right, moving on to Miami. 
looking good at safety. Uh, Deshaun Elliott was back from injury, 100% of snaps. Javon Holland, 100% of snaps. At linebacker, Jerome Baker, 100% of snaps. David Longdong, 92% of snaps. Van Stinkle on the edge, 82% of snaps. Bradley Chubb, 78% of snaps. Jalen Phillips, inactive again. Unbelievable. At interior defensive line, Christian Wilkins, 68%. Zach Sealer, 64%. Massive game. Any thoughts on the Dolphins? It's a little bit disturbing that Phillips is hanging out. I think he was really close to playing, you know, but I guess Van Winkle, Stinkle is getting the job done. So, and then all of a sudden, Bradley Chubb decided to, to show up after I kind of badmouthed him recently. So, yeah, take us for what it's worth. I'm pretty sure that. I'll start to check the start sets because I'm not 100% sure on the matchup off the top of my head, but I wasn't thinking it was all that good when I was looking at the waiver wire uh, options because I only used solid, so I didn't put them on there or Van Stinkle. And this whole two weeks in a row, David Long, 90%. I'll tell you, I'd love to see it stick. I can't buy into it to where I'm going to go out and spend the biggest portion of my waiver wire money on him, though. I'm going to go spend it on Dotson. I, I want to see three weeks. It's that three-week rule of thumb for me when there's these kinds of situations for me to even have hope. And I find a lot of times, even when I have hope, that it's shit on me later. Yeah, especially with like Miami, New England, defenses like that, things move around a lot. So uh, it, it's looking good, but maybe another week before we make any moves. How do you feel about Wilkinson, man? They're just teeing off on this dude, right? Yeah, and he's still been okay. He's had a half sack last couple games and, uh, you know, decent tackle floor. I'm, I'm not too worried about it. Uh, Sealer's been eaten, that's for sure. Before we move on to Saints and Patriots, we want to make sure to let you know that the merch store right now has a promo code, secret bonus, all one word, to get 20% off the SGPN merch store this week. Go check that out, promo code secret bonus. And also, for information on all these injuries we're talking about, visit at SGPNFootballDoc on Twitter. That is Sebastian Fearon, our very own SGPN injury doc and wizard. Catch us at noon every Sunday, and Sebastian is hosting the Sunday IDP Live, and we'll get you up to date on the very latest of the injury reports and any waiver wire or start sits you might need. Throw in some bets there for you, too. And as we know, this is also the month of October. It's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And I have a couple of huge shout-outs to make. The first one, definitely go to Bethany at driftlessglen.com. The same for X at driftlessglen.com. For the very, very nice pink label bottle with Michelle's name on it just a week ago. And uh, we really got choked up, if you can't tell. And uh, it really made her month. And we really do appreciate the sentiment. And we're going to keep that bottle forever. And I certainly can't forget Justin and Miranda Mark at the Old Fashioned Football Podcast here on SGPN. Uh, without them relaying the information on to Bethany at driftlessglen.com distillery, uh, we wouldn't have received this. So a big shout out to them too for thinking of us and keeping us in mind. That's one hell of a NFL power couple if you're not following the Old Fashioned Football Podcast. That is at Old Fashioned FB. I really suggest you all go give them a follow and check out all their pods. And last but not least, I definitely want to give a shout out to all the IDP pros out there this past year that have really helped my own breast cancer awareness efforts to raise a little bit of money this year, which has gone very well. And uh, without the IDP pros out here backing me up and giving donations and spreading the word, it wouldn't be possible. So thank you, everybody. Happy October. Happy Breast Cancer Awareness Month. What good is fantasy football content if it doesn't cover both sides of the ball? The SGPN IDP pros have you covered on defense, but we have more to offer than just IDP. Check out the 3D Dynasty podcast with Dave and Brad. That's right, the dude, the dork, and the dynasty. And follow that up with Heroes and Villains. 
featuring Justin Bruni and Andrew Robb. All of the SGPN Fantasy Football podcasts pride themselves on their actionable content. They bring the research and analysis you need to win your leagues. So help support SGPN and download the SGPN app and catch all of our premium fantasy football content. Let's head over to New England and talk a little Saints-Patriots. We'll start with the Saints side of things. Uh, Everyone got to rest for both teams because this was an absolute massacre bloodbath. Honey Badger, 87% of snaps. It took a touchdown to the house. He would play 100 if it was a normal game. He's fine. Marcus May still suspended. Howden still the replacement. Howden still stinks, so we're looking normal there. At linebacker, Demario Davis, 87% of snaps. Pete Werner, 57. Remember, these guys got the rest. Granderson, 65%. Huge game for him this week. And Cameron Jordan, 67%. Uh, that rookie, Breezy, apparently he got hurt during practice last week or some shit. So he was actually a little bit bagged up going in. He didn't. He went ahead and played, but uh, I believe that was the report, if I remember right. But he didn't produce. So... Anyone that I led to him as a deep dart throw, I apologize. But other than that, I was looking up Marcus May to see when he was coming back. But I guess it's just really pointless because when he's back, you know they're going to insert him. So this is another stable defense. Yeah, nice to see it. Stable defense for the Saints. Patriots opposite of stable, although a few parts are stable. So at safety, that's okay. Duggar, 86%, got the rest. Peppers, 74%, same. At linebacker, Juwan Bentley, 78%. Jelani Tavai, 69%, but this was also garbage time, playing time. With Matt Judon out and out until at least December, Uche still only saw 50% of snaps, while Wise got a little bump up to 64 I am a little weirded out by that. I thought Uche would see a little bump. You're weirded out? Fuck. I had goddamn money wrapped up in both huge and wise and, and lost my ass. All right. So all the numbers on the start set formula pointed that there was going to be mass production on the defensive line. It's in my start set. So sure. I love wise. I remember what he did last year and I remember what Ooch did last year. And just like we talked about, it was instant reaction to think that Ooch would get a boost since he what led the Patriots in fucking sacks last year or something or, or pressure. <laughs> Yeah, he's right behind Judah, and he had like 11 yeah. or something. Yeah. To my dismay, though, going back after the fact that I lost my ass, I'm sitting here looking at this, and I'm like, what is going on? Who is Mr. Jennings? Okay. <laughs> A-N-F. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there, but there is a A. Jennings that is a outside linebacker, and if I look back at just like, say, week four, there was a little bit of a hint of something stupid because, well, Jennings got 40%. I believe he also produced in this, those, and Ooch did not. So there could have been a little bit of question if I would have looked into the guy. At this point, I've lost my ass. So I do think it might have been a little bit of a hint that maybe Ooch wasn't as quite as safe as we thought he might. I don't understand what's going on with that whole situation, and I looked it up, and I can't find a rhyme or reason. I am suggesting that if Jennings continues to produce like he is with the amount of snaps and, and, and getting the majority of Judon's time can be an option. I believe I actually added him to the waiver wire. Don't quote me there. I read about a thousand of these guys' name every Monday. So by the time I get around to it, I have to go back to look at my app. There's 30 people on there right now. So we'll definitely keep an eye on that. But yeah, the Patriots defensive line in particular is just uh, in flux right now. So we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, otherwise pretty stable though let's uh move on to ravens and steelers we'll start with the ravens side of things so marcus williams back from injury played 95 percent of snaps in his first week back and as a result geno stone plummeted to 30 percent of snaps good thing we warned you about that last week at other safety brandon stevens 100 percent kyle hamilton 100 percent that's normal at linebacker roquan and patrick queen 100 percent each that's normal at defensive line, Jadavian Clowney, 59%. That's normal. And Justin Matabukaki, 73%. Anything on the Ravens? Thank you for saying that before I had to, because I'll tell you what, man, the, the dude's been getting the shit done. Uh, I got to warn you, though. I actually had him on the waiver wire app, and he's like in his third week. 
And I had to take him and another fella, and I had to bump them all the way to the bottom of the list and tell people to avoid him because I really don't like that matchup against the Titans, which you wouldn't think would be the case. I could believe it. it t- Titans don't produce a lot of offense either. They go three and out a lot. That that hurts us also. Matabukaki been pretty good this season, that's for sure. Uh, all right, looking at the Steelers side of things, Minka Fitzpatrick, 100% of snaps. The other safety is still a dumpster fire, KZ 61%, Keanu Neal 60%. At linebacker, also still a dumpster fire, Cole Holcomb 91%, Quan Alexander 44%, Landon Roberts 41%. At defensive line, TJ Watt 86%, Alex Highsmith 87%. And an interior line, Larry Ogunjobi, 69%. Anything on the Steelers? I am so done with Mike Tomlin. I'm just so done with this dude, man. I'm with you. You was all over him last week. Man, I just, I don't know. I'm just aggravated with the whole situation. So, I guess if it's Holcomb, he's more secure. We got a lot of linebackers. It's just, they're all getting around that 60%. Some of them are producing, some of them ain't. But known Alexander, I, I think you said 40% for him, possibly 45%. Yep. So I, you just have to keep that in mind. If you have these, you know, maybe if you're doing your waiver wires or if you're looking at a situation like that or you're considering a starter, definitely take their snap counts in consideration. You're just going to have to start going deeper with them. If they're producing, we got to use them. So, yep, there's danger there for sure. Quan had a big box score this week, but he's playing less than half the snaps, so that will bite you in the ass at some point. Moving on to Cardinals and Bengals. We'll start with the Bengals side of things. At safety, Dax Hill, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Nick Scott, down to 67%. Jordan Battle, up to 39%. I looked into this a little bit, and Bengals Twitter is convinced that the displacement is coming that Jordan Battle will be the other safety within a few weeks. What do you think, Gary? If you look at PFF, they seem to think so too, because Scott is like down in the 30s. I think Battle was, oh man, if I remember right, Battle was like 76, which is well above par. So right now, neither one is really useful as they kind of split that down the middle. But the move here is to get Jordan Battle at safety off waivers, sit him, wait a couple weeks, and hopefully he's the other full-time starter here. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, linebacker for the Bengals. We're looking good. Logan Wilson, 100% of snaps. Jermaine Pratt, 93% at defensive line. Hubbard, 72%. Hendrickson, 70 Looking good there. Interior line, B.J. Hill, 70%. D.J. Reader, 63%. Looking good there. Don't worry about B.J. Hill. It was a tough matchup on the inside there. And uh, gosh, for Hendrickson to be like questionable or whatever coming into this game and everything. How about that? show i mean he he showed out the whole entire game i thought at least what i got to watch of it but i'm still worried logan wilson managers jermaine pratt sure has taken a nice little chunk snaps and production this year so i think it's really reflecting in his average yep pratt has been very good this year and he's playing a lot more that's for sure Looking at the Cardinals, uh, we're looking pretty good here. couple little notes. So at safety, Kavan Wallace, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Buda Baker's still out. Chachuri, however the hell you say it, was the other safety. We've talked about him, 96% of snaps. Josh Woods came back, played 83% of snaps at the other linebacker, Kazir White, 100% of snaps. Inside, real quick, or defensive line, rather, Zayvon Collins, 56%. Hamstring issue for Jalen Thompson. Keep an eye on that, but he's playing corner, just listed as a safety. Gary, Josh Woods, That I saw, I played against a guy this week that didn't think Josh Woods would come back and be the starter and had Chris Barnes in an 8-0. Right back to what we were. I don't, I don't get that. Chris Barnes was capable of producing in that. If you're chasing anything there, snap counts. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another week of the Dirty O IDP Throwdown. We're here to give you our week six picks. I'm your host, Axton Harding, here with my lovely co-host, Jake Colhagen. You can find me on Twitter or X at Harding underscore three, and you can find Jake at Late Round DB. Without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let uh, Jake give you his IDP picks for week six. All right. Well, jumping into the defensive interior, we're looking at Ed Oliver of the Buffalo Bills. 
Um, we're going right after that Giants O-line and just going to continue to attack that. I think there's a lot of points to be had there for our IDPs. You look at what Ed Oliver's been able to do so far, four sacks on just 12 pressures. A little bit of overproduction there, but still, I think this is something where this week the matchup's too good for us, um, and we see him notch another sack and at least two total tackles. Moving to the edge, we got Uchenna Nuosu, uh, had a huge game against the Giants last week, coming off a bye now. Bengals do look better overall, but it's still a, a pretty fun, friendly matchup for our defensive ends. Nuosu's averaging about a half sack and two tackles for the season. Um, he's easily going to notch those marks here against the Bengals, in my opinion, um, and should be a strong play for us in week six. At linebacker, we have Caden Ellis. They're going off against Washington, which is one of the friendliest teams to play in terms of LB scoring. Pair that with the poor offensive line play overall um, and Ellis's pass rushing abilities. This is a smash start, and we, we got to love Caden Ellis here. Um, looking for him to easily match his seven tackles a game, but I think he can go a little bit on top and net us a sack as well, too. And lastly, on the back end of the defense, we got Javon Holland, someone who's been producing like crazy so far. So thinking that he can continue to match that production might be a little crazy, but Carolina is probably one of the most friendly teams uh, when it comes to safety scoring for IDP. And you look at the fact that Bryce Young is averaging 36 pass attempts each game, and they're pretty consistently in that uh, intermediate range in that 10 to 20 yards. That's exactly where you're going to see your safety step up and make plays and uh, continue to do so. And so I think we can easily see Holland get to his nine tackles this week and maybe a little bit of upside with some playmaking ability. Right on, right on. Good picks. I'll go ahead and dive into my offensive picks. Up first, at quarterback, I went with Trevor Lawrence. He's averaging, or he's going up against the Indianapolis Colts this week. He's averaging 235 yards and a touchdown every game. So Indianapolis has been bottom six against the quarterback position. They've allowed over 280 yards and a touchdown through four games. Uh, I'm going off four-week statistics since we haven't officially finished the fifth week of football here. So Trevor Lawrence looks like he's got a pretty tasty matchup against the Indianapolis Colts, so we're riding with him. Running back, I'm going with Alvin Kamara, someone uh, who kind of really has a pretty fair floor so far since he's only played a couple of games this this year. He's going up against the Houston Texans and averaging 65 yards and half a touchdown a game, I think, uh, for a bottom seven defense against the running backs and allowing 80 yards plus and over a touchdown a game. I think this is prime opportunity for Alvin Kamara to really get a good momentum going for this year and just really break off in the running game. So for wide receiver going with Amari Cooper against the San Francisco 49ers. They're a secondary that's been pretty middling against wide receivers. Uh, they've just kind of let them run loose, and this is kind of reflected in their D-pack score. I'm going to reference uh, Philip Caldwell of the FF Faceoff website. He put this tool together that ultimately just uh, measures how often defenses are allowing a certain positions to go off for their 75th percentile or higher in fantasy points per game. So, yes, San Francisco's been middle of the road, but they when they allow points to wide receivers, they kind of let them run loose. And like Amari Cooper averaging 64 yards a game and quarter touchdown, I think that's something that he can easily beat that way next week against the 49ers. To wrap it up here, tight end position, I'm going with Logan Thomas, someone who's kind of uh, been very useful in his time in, in Washington. They seem to like their tight ends. Going up against an Atlanta Falcons tight end friendly defense, they're bottom eight against the position. They have a top five D-back score. So we're just looking to beat 46 yards and a half a touchdown. I think this is a great game for, for Logan Thomas to find the end zone again. So that's going to wrap up our picks for week six. And uh, we'll see you back here next week. Thanks, everybody. All right, let's start with the Eagles. Uh, Justin Evans back from injury, immediately back to 100% of snaps and safety, so no more Terrell Edmonds. I ran into people this week that played Terrell Edmonds as well and didn't realize that Justin Evans was back. When we talk about these guys that are dependent on other people being injured for them to get playing time, this is why. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly so, why. This is why. Uh, there there are two guys I can think of that are going to lose their matchup this week. These are close matchups because they played guys that didn't see the field. So this is why you need to pay attention. Other safety, blanket ship, 100% of snaps, looking good there. Linebacker, normal, Nicholas Morrow, 100% of snaps. Zach Cunningham, 86%. Defensive line looked pretty normal. Uh, Josh Sweat, 71%. Asan Reddick, 68%. Jalen Carter, up to 70%. Uh, and then Jordan Davis, 41%. Any thoughts on the Eagles? 
Now I'm running back to get my shares of Riddick back if I had, and I'm happy that I did have deep enough benches and a couple others to hold on to him. What took him so long? I guess the hand got healed. I don't know, but you're going to like his matchup against the Jets. I would shoot for somewhere in between the week four and week five performances. You know, he, he's just, I wouldn't expect him to actually blow it up. He's only he's getting 60% of the snaps right now. Fletcher Cox is out, and you had the Georgia big men in the middle. And uh, I got to tell you that I really like that matchup for the interior defensive line coming up this week. Can't even rattle off who they're playing, but I do know that they are on there. And uh, you might want to consider them, especially if Fletcher Cox is out again. Good option, especially if Cox is out. Absolutely. Moving on to the Rams, we're looking pretty good here. At safety, Fuller in the East, 100% of snaps each. That's normal. At linebacker, Ernest Jones, 100% of snaps. That's normal. Christian Roseboom down to 43%. That could just be game script related. At defensive line, Aaron Donald, 77%. Michael Hoked, 82%. Byron Young, 73%. Anything on the Rams that stuck out to you? Roseboom. I mean, there's another long, dark throw. The guy actually does produce for the snaps that he plays. So he's being put into a position or a role at the time that's getting him some production. So if you're desperate in these bye weeks coming up or something. Let's move on to Jets and Broncos. We'll start with the Jets side of things. Looking pretty good here. C.J. Mosley, linebacker, 100%. Quincy Williams, linebacker, 100%. At safety, Jordan White at 100%. Tony Adams back from injury, 98%. At defensive line, Quinnen Williams, 65%. Franklin Myers, 57%. Shermaine Johnson, 62%. All normal there. Anything on the Jets that stood out to you? Seems really like a really stable team, too. You get what you always get from them. Two high-end, very high-end producing linebackers. How about Williams this year? He's actually pulling these high snaps, staying healthy. Yep, so far so good. He's been excellent. That's what happens when they pay you, I guess. Well, not always, but that's what happened for him. (laughs) Yep, that's true. All right. On the Broncos, uh, Justin Simmons back from injury, 100% of snaps. Kareem Jackson safety, 91%. So we're looking good there. At linebacker, Alex Singleton, 100% of snaps. Josie Jewell also back from injury, 86%. He should go up a little bit, uh, hopefully next week. At defensive line, Jonathan Cooper, 86%. Benito, 74%. Zach Allen, 86%. Jonathan Harris appears to be the Randy Gregory replacement with 78%. Any thoughts on the Broncos? I said it on Sunday, IDP Live, but I mean, I really do think that it's pretty wild that two unknown guys have helped them trade away a big name, basically. Where do you go? Like backing up in San Fran or something? Yeah, he did. He was inactive Sunday night for San Fran. Let's move on to Chiefs and Vikings. We'll start with the Chiefs side of things. Nick Bolton inactive again this week at linebacker. That means Drew Tranquil played 100% of snaps in relief. Looking good there. Just remember when Bolton's back, Tranquil's going to take a tumble. At safety, Justin Reed, 100% of snaps, looks good. Brian Cook, 76%, that's about normal. Defensive line, Carl Loftus and Mike Dana both played 79% of snaps. Chris Jones, 78% of snaps. Willie Gay, 71% of snaps as the other linebacker. He will also take a little bit of a tumble maybe when Bolton comes back. We'll see how much. Vikings safety Cameron Bynum 100% of snaps Harrison Smith 100% of snaps that's normal at linebacker Jordan Hicks 100% of snaps that's normal Ivan Pace 58% that's been normal for the last couple weeks here at third safety Josh Metellus 85% that's normal at defensive line Hunter 77% normal Davenport 79% that's about normal Interior line, Harrison Phillips, 70%. That's about normal. DJ Wanham, 56%. Anything on the Vikings has stood out. You're feeling lucky because it looked like Mark Davenport might be on one of those little streaks like we'd seen him have in New Orleans at times when he would stay healthy. He could pull two or three games together just to get everybody to bite in again. This dude has converted from a def- down defensive lineman into an outside linebacker pass rusher type. So maybe this is the turning point that we need to see. All I know is they play the Chicago Bears next week and they're top five in allowing production off the edge. So I can't guarantee he's going to get a sack, 
but he is on a little bit of a roll. We've seen that. That's the consistency we do have from him that he'll have these spurts. I was even thinking about maybe putting some cash on it just for the fun of it. I like that matchup that much, though. And last but not least, since we do have uh, Green Bay and Las Vegas in progress as we're recording, we're going to finish up here with the Cowboys and the Niners. Uh, We'll start with Dallas, who just absolutely got their assholes expanded and uh, widened by San Francisco, just like I knew they would. At safety, bit of a mess. Hooker, 89% of snaps. Jaron Curse, 83%. Donovan Wilson, 77%. It's exactly what we saw last year. At linebacker, Leighton Vander Esch to IR with a neck injury. So Damone Clark, who saw 65% of snaps, will be a very popular waiver wire pickup this week. Micah Parsons, 83% of snaps. Pass rush wasn't used much because they were behind. Uh, so D-Law, Dorrance, and Sam Williams all under 48% of snaps. Any interest in Damone Clark? Well, for one, this is why this is perfect for me and you to do this because I had no idea Vander Esch. Landed on the IR. When did this happen? Literally right before we hit record, I saw it. (laughs) Oh, wow. Brother, you're always on it. Yeah, that'll be another popular pickup this week. That's for sure. Looking at San Francisco and a lot of these guys got the rest. They murdered Dallas. Fred Warner, 73% of snaps. Afunga, 73% of snaps. Greenlaw and Tayshawn Gibson, 73% of snaps. They'll be fine. They all play 100% of snaps in a normal game. Bosa, 69% of snaps. Argrave, 55%. That's about it. My question I'm imposing on you. I think you said next week or last week in one of your ads, possibly, that you was betting on Dak Prescott to throw an interception? It's, it's every week, but he threw three last week, and uh, he's, he's a good bet to throw one just about every week, yeah. Nice. Well, not nice, but you know what I mean, man. I, I know my team, Gary. Yes, you do. all righty so that's it for this week next week we've got las vegas and green bay that we'll recap for you right out the gate in case we missed anything with eight minutes left in the third quarter i don't think anything super crazy has happened injury wise uh and then there were four teams on by this week so we'll cover their games as well next week gary any any message uh to the to the masses here all right. Well, that's that's it for us this week. Uh, thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Good luck in all of your matchups this week, and uh, take care, everyone.